When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome to Sports Day. Big Wednesday night show coming up for you. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews here in the Sports Day studio. If you want to be involved, you can do it anytime. 0457 736 736. Or... uh, you can uh, check us out on all of our socials, including um, uh, Twitter, Sports Day New South Wales and Sports Day Queensland. Time to bring in the man, the hero of the 2003 Grand Final. You okay over there? Have I? Have you got your computer back up and running after I accidentally I'll, rebooted it? I've got it up and running, but I hope you'd <laughs> reboot your body because there are... No, listen, we don't have to There are about odors this stuff. coming out of the every orifice of Woogie in what? the last two or three minutes, which is... No, making we, the we workplace we, very uncomfortable. So, yeah, hello, listeners. And, I do uh, run off to a different area. Doesn't matter. It follows you. It's like a uh, great show tonight, I think, because we've got a uh, one of the new Bulldogs, the new signings from the Melbourne Storm, Maxie King, coming on. He's a he's a great character, Maxie King. Only you know him well, years. don't you? Yeah, I played rugby league with his dad, actually. And my dad played against his grandfather, the there great Johnny King, who won premierships with the uh, – the, the Dragons, his first premiership was in 1960. I think he was only 17 or 18 years of age. He was a great winger, Johnny Johnny King, and his grandson, Maxie King, is forging his own uh, career with uh, in the NRL. Still only 24, had a really injury-disrupted 2021. It's a, it's a really good story. Back to... Back to Redemption, back to uh, back to the field, Maxie King. And- Which, yeah, I can't wait for us to have a chat to him. Uh, and you've got some goss from his mum. His mum. Caroline. Yeah. And I'm going to ask him what an NFT is. Well, I know what an F- NFT is, but how does he make money off NFTs? Because he's known as What's the NFT. What's it stand for? I don't know. He, he, it's, it's, well, it's obviously art, digital art, but he's we known as We don't know what it is because the- we're too old. Yes. And I don't think a lot of our listeners would know what NFT is. Just let me check my bank card. It might, that might tell me. No, listen, he is the NFT king apparently. Mm. So we'll find out from him about that as well. Peter Hooley uh, will update us on the NBL. Lots going on there. Chris Nelson, of course. Um, one of our hot topics tonight. There's always lots of topics floating around. You can always suggest some as well, including That's Ridiculous. We'll do that a little later on the show. If you've got a That's Ridiculous for us, it could be a ridiculous thing in life, in sport, in... doesn't have to be rugby league. No. It doesn't have to be sport. can be anything. Yeah. It can be anything. Uh, like, us... That's Ridiculous that it's $1.90 to fill up your car. I paid two, two ten last week. See, that's ridiculous. Oh, come on. Come on, that's ridiculous. Mm. You know what else is ridiculous? What? 
Those clowns on Married at First Sight. Come on, that's ridiculous. Can I just give the kids of Australia listening to this wonderful program mm. some advice? It's very educational, this show. If ours or Married at First Sight? This show. If, if you're ever in a situation and mm-hmm. you've just gotten married and you're on a TV show like Married at First Sight last night and your beautiful bride, she stunning girl, this girl last night, says to you, if you could change anything about my appearance, what would it be? The only answer. <laughs> the Don't even move away from it. The only answer is nothing. That's the answer. Yep. There's nothing wrong with you. What I see before me, we've only known each other for 10 hours. Yep. To me, you seem perfect. If she says, oh, come on, you're just saying that, Again, advice from Uncle Jace and Uncle Scott is you don't move away from it because they can be they can be tricky, these ladies. Yeah. Right? And if you're a first timer, you could be fooled. Mm. You say, No, I'm serious. I wouldn't change a thing. Even if you don't mean it, you just say it. Yeah. Don't go, oh look, I don't think I'll tell you because it might offend you. You idiot. You don't do that. Oh God. <laughs> Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I look forward to our Married at First Sight and reality show uh, update from Glenn in Newcastle real soon. But one of our hot topics tonight is is around Latrell Mitchell and 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 Sats. I thought this was really interesting. I find it funny, but you don't find it so funny. Oh, I, I, I do, but I don't. Soft. I, I think the timing is wrong <laughs> from Latrell on the back of. Getting a week back on his suspension, so he yeah. came back in round two. We spoke about it last night. It, again, it divided uh, divided um, a lot of our listeners in relation to their response and whether he should get it and whether it would open up a can of worms. We know it's opened up a can of worms because Melbourne Storm and Warriors of RCNRL to review the suspension yeah. of Brandon Smith and Reese Walsh, which, of course, were off-field sanctions, and I think they need to stay. Completely different to on-field. Yeah, but Latrell's comments yesterday when being interviewed um, about the current – game today. Do you have to change? Do you, do you have to change the way you play a million miles? No, I don't, think, uh, I don't think I need to. I think the game needs to change. In what way? Oh, I don't know. You, you, you should know the answer to that. Well, you, you think you're allowed to, the aggression's gone out of it a bit or? Oh, I don't know, mate. We might as well, <laughs> might as well play Oztag. Yeah, is that how you feel? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. But look, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a game and we have to protect our players. And um, yeah, look, um, you know, the split seconds you can't control and that's just how it is. That's rugby league. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later on. I, Latrell wanted to get something off his chest and then did a 180 and flipped and talked about yeah. the safety of players. And if you've got an opinion, stick to it and don't try and protect yourself by by then trying to um, have the best interest of the game at heart. So uh, I, I thought the comments were a little bit out of line based on on the back of Latrell getting one week back. But we'll talk about it a little bit later on, hot topic. Do you agree? Do you agree that... The game has gone too soft. Or or the game should change, that he shouldn't change. So, Sats, but can I just also say, can we not have a crack at players when they come out and make comments like that? Because we often complain that they're all they're all cookie cutter. They're, just, they're all trained by media departments. Yeah. They all say the same. I find that, whilst I don't agree with him, right, well, it has gone softer to a certain extent because the rules have changed to protect the players, right? The game hasn't gone soft. No, but but the players are protected more now than they have been in the past. As they should be. That's right. So whilst I don't agree with him in principle, I like the fact that he just said what he thought. 
I don't mind that. You know mm. what I mean? No one's going to get hurt from those comments. He might. <laughs> yeah. Well, be a f- we got a text last night. I'm, 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 we apologise for not getting all the texts last night. We got so many. But there was a really good one there last night talking about there'll be Jared Wurry, Hargraves and Siwa Takaho, all those sort of Angus Crichton just waiting, waiting for Luttrell to, to line up in, in round three. He'll be back in round two. Round three, they play against the Roosters. Mm. And – they will be. They'll want to get retribution. But the thing about Latrell is that I do like Latrell's approach to the game. I do like it when he's when he's got that controlled aggression in his game. I don't want him to lose that controlled aggression. But he will welcome any sort of retribution on him because at times he likes to wear the cape. Yeah, he, he likes to wear the absolutely yeah you know, the balaclava and say, "Oh, I'm the bad guy," and and come and get me. And I think you've got to have those characters in the game. Um, Man Boobs has sent us a text yep. saying Latrell is a grub and his tackle on Joey Manu was a total despicable act. We're not arguing that. Mm. No, no one's no one's arguing that. But we're talking about his comments today and his opinion today is that the game has gone soft. Mitchell should have been out for so much longer and closer to a season. Well, I think six weeks that he copped was a fair suspension, don't you, Sats? I, I do. I, I do think that he went in really reckless. The question I always ask when it comes to that sort of contact is, did he have another option? And I think that's what the judiciary always looks at. Did someone have another option when it comes to careless, reckless, intentional? I thought he had another option and he didn't take that option. Yes, it was split second, but if he took another option, he would have made contact with the head. So you've got to wear the suspension and he is wearing the suspension. Lou, Um, we love it when Lou, when she sends us a text, Lou from Nanango, uh, says Luttrell is an ungrateful imbecile. And this is why I'm. This is why I think the timing of his comment is not great, because the game has looked after him, and they've given him something that's very important, and both to his club as well. And I thought the timing of it was pretty poor. Twenty four right hours later, I just want to do this quickly. Sports day, sports update. Uh, keep your texts coming through. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Thanks to Acmea Farm Insurance. I, I want to cover off on this. Ridiculous stuff that's been leaked out of the Brisbane Broncos, Sats. You raised this today for the show and uh, take it away. It's just, I can't believe what I'm hearing before before a football has been kicked in anger. Exactly, yeah. Bron- Broncos coach Kevin Walters, he's, uh, he's been forced to tone down his training methods apparently or his high-performance trainer has asked, been asked to tone it down because... Some senior players are fearing burnout, complaining that the intensity of Brisbane's pre-season regime has been too tough on them. Uh, their high-performance program is, be, is under the microscope now. They've complained they're being overtrained heading into the season. I think this is if this is true, I mean, one of their legends, Corey Parker, came out and said um, he was disappointed that it's found its way to the media, this should, but it should have been kept in-house. This shouldn't even be a topic in-house, that you train too hard. I mean, players don't train hard today compared to. I'm not only I talked about when compared to when I played. Compared to well before I played, that was tough training. That was hard training, and it wasn't full time. You know, those guys had to go and work for a living as well, and then turn up and do some pretty heavy physical training. And when the, and so, yeah, you know, for the Brisbane Broncos, if this is true that the Brisbane Broncos players are complaining that they're training too hard, <laughs> this is embarrassing for the club. And it's also a window, a little bit of a window into the heart and soul of the Brisbane Broncos playing group. I know that if I'm a team now, and if this is true, that they're complaining they're training too hard before they've even played a game, 
It says to me as, a, as another team, as an opposition team, that if you get them down into the trenches and get them yeah. into an arm wrestle, you're going to eventually beat them. And Grafton Bronco, listening on 2GF, he says, uh, G'day, Sats and Wookie. Your thoughts on the reports that Kevy is training the Broncos hard and the players unhappy. Former player Corey Parker said that Wayne Bennett trained them even harder and Adam Reynolds may miss round one yeah. as well. So, yeah, if this is true coming out of the Brisbane Broncos and Peter Bedell wrote this story and he's usually pretty much on the, ma- on the money, um, I think it's embarrassing for the playing group. Imagine if those blokes were at the Melbourne Storm yeah, with th- Craig Bellamy. There's a story at Melbourne Storm once when um, – some of the players went to Alex Corvo, who was their strength and conditioner, their high performance manager, and they said, oh, a few of the boys are uh, complaining of leg soreness. Can we do a pool session this afternoon? Oh, God. And so he went and said to Craig, what do you think? Craig Bellamy called a meeting amongst his playing group and said, I'm, you know, it's been brought to my attention that there's some players that have got some leg soreness. Put your hands up. And so some of the players put their hands up and they said <laughs> – the last time I checked, you never won an NRL premiership swimming laps. Wow. So put your running shoes on. We're doing hills. And next time, Craig Bellamy says, so not only the lesson here is if, if your lady asks, what appearances would you change? You say yep. nothing. And if Craig mm. Bellamy gets you in pre-season training and says, put your hand up, if you think we're doing too much, keep your hand down. Yep. That's, that's the lessons mm. to be learned here tonight on Sports Day. Quickly, before we go to a break, I've got to raise this. Yep. West Tigers, five captains, uh, have released a video that describes how important being a leader is at the West Tigers. Yeah, it's being in the leadership group uh, at the club means a lot, uh, especially the way we sort of um, chose the leadership group was um, through our, our teammates. So um, nice. coming from our teammates um, and saying what they think think of us as and that we belong in the leadership group, um, yeah, it means a lot. I think uh, the more I've obviously got on with my career, I've noticed the importance of a leader in the team. Uh, for myself, I find that the, the leadership in the team is more important than being the captain. It's what? really special, I guess, um, any person who gets voted um, into the leadership group is, um, I guess, a massive honour and a privileged prize, but uh, yeah, excited and it's a massive honour to be a leader at this club and it's been a big pre-season and uh, yeah, everyone's been really good and I suppose I've been just trying to rip in and work really hard and try and be a part of that, that squad in the 17. Anyway, it just, it, it just keeps going on, right? It's just all buzzwords. Michael so. from Dremoyne says regarding the five captains, so the referee calls out the captain to five of them front up. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be funny. They're all sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya at that stage <laughs> when they did the uh, video. But did you hear the comment that I think being a leader is more important than a captain? Should we get Cameron Smith in here? I'm sure there's more than one leader at Melbourne Storm, but there's one captain. Yep. And everyone looked to that person mm. to drive them forward. That was a nice video. West Tigers fans, does that sell you on the five captains, that video that you all received? Like, oh, like I said, after five rounds, if they're three from five. Each captain's had a win. It's a masterstroke. <laughs> <laughs> So do you, let's say they are three from five. Do you get rid of the two captains that lost? Yes. Right. It's a good point. Very good point. But I think that anything that Tim Sheens and Michael Maguire do is in the best interest of the club. So I don't reckon this has got Michael Maguire anywhere near it. Of course it was. I reckon this, this has come from the front office, I reckon. What, so the marketing team? and No. 0457 736 736. West Tigers supporters, you okay now?
now that you've heard the five captains put you to sleep. Why are you so critical? I think it's a disgrace. Again, the game's gone too soft because the players are now picking five captains. Oh, you have a go. We're training too hard. <laughs> Latrell's right, and you know it. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Break time. Uh, thanks to uh, Kia, meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Maxi King from the Bulldogs. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. It's time for our interview of the month. Thanks to Aussie Made. Make it a cool summer by Aussie Made. Each and every week we try and talk to as many club representatives as we can. Players, coaches and tonight we've got a, a new signing to the Bulldogs. He's, his grandfather won premierships with the great Dragon sides in the 60s. Won a grand final as an 18-year-old in 1960 with the Dragons and, and many more after that. I played rugby league with his dad, Dave, at the Gold Coast Seagulls, and now he's forging his own destiny and his own career now at the Bulldogs, as we said. Uh, Maxi King's on the line for us. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Maxie. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, first and foremost, um, 2021 was, wasn't a great year for you. You were struggling with a pretty serious injury, and I suppose... What did Monday feel like with your first game back in over 12 months up against Newcastle? Yeah, it was a tough year last year. Um, uh, mate, Monday night, yeah, it was a big night for me. Um, I, I think it was my first game. It was I'd played about, it was my third game in about two years. And um, the, uh, my last games, my last game was in the end of, 2020 and even then my Achilles was causing me dramas and I was a bit busted so uh, Monday night it was, it, it was probably the first game I felt a bit free and injury free wise um, and mate yeah it was it was I know it's only a trial it felt like a grand final but um, I, I finished the game I, yeah I just wanted to cry a bit you know it was just such a weight off the shoulders like a monkey off the back a bit Um I thought for a time there during the 20, 2021 season, I thought um, I genuinely thought I was going to have to retire, and I was I was twenty three last year. I was twenty three, so I was looking at it thinking I'm twenty three. I plan to. My goal is to I want to play rugby league until you know I'm playing all age at you know some a town I've never heard of before. Um, but yeah, mate, I, I thought I was going to have to throw in the towel, so. Last night, uh, sorry, Monday night, mate, it was just a, a way off the shoulders and I finally thought I'm back. Now, the, the fans don't get to see what players go through on a day-to-day basis, especially when you're injured and, and how that can, that can really hurt you emotionally. And you are saying about you are thinking about retiring and just give us a little bit of a, a really short synopsis, a really short um, window into what 2021 was like for you. So first your injury had a an ongoing Achilles injury with a spur that kept on rubbing on the Achilles tendon. So tell us what 2021 was like for you off the field. Yeah, so it was just that. It was just uh, as simple as it was. You know, it wasn't a rupture and everything at the time. I thought, great. And it was just a spur rubbing and causing inflammation on the Achilles. And um, that's all it was, inflammation. And so the more I left it, the worse it got. And it got to a point where it ruined my 2020 season a bit. So... At the end, in the off-season in 2020, I went in, got the operation, they shaved the spur off, 
and there was there was enough sort of damage in that that had done. There was a big split in the Achilles, so they stitched all the Achilles up together and um, tapped me on the back and said, "Away you go." They said, gave me about a five month turnaround, and it just wasn't. It just took for whatever reason. It just we kept sort of uh, build uh, trying to build it back up, and every time it got to it was all right. Then when it started getting to jogging and sprinting, and that just couldn't handle it. Just start blowing up and getting really sore. And um, I just, yeah, it was going nowhere. Um, it ended up taking about 14 months in total. Uh, but it was during the time that was 2000 last year. It was during the time I didn't get to a training session, didn't do anything. The whole mm. year was just inside on the rower, getting slogged, trying to find motivation, sort of through something. But um, we, I, I seen three three specialists in total, and um, the probably the hardest part was just the diagnosis of, of everything. I was getting, um, the, like, I was getting opinions from blokes saying, "Mate, this this will never come good," and um, if, like, if you can't handle it now, you um, mate, you should think about throwing in the towel. There was a period there where. I was on antidepressants just trying to push through the pain, thinking um, that was my only way of being able to train and get through training and that. Um, and then after that, obviously, I couldn't I couldn't get through it. It was just too painful. And after that, that's when I was thinking, I'm going to have to retire here. Um, so when the boys went into the bubble through 2021, they went up to the bubble. I just um, went back home to Newcastle, where, my, where I'm from, and just stayed with family for, it was about three or four months or, um, until the season finished, and that was it. And then, yeah, thankfully I got a call from um, the Bulldogs, and they said they'd uh, take the risk, if you want to call it that, and um, they were confident it was coming good, and I was praying that it was coming good, and, yeah, thankfully Monday night it did. One-year deal with the Bulldogs. What made you choose them in the end after that phone call? Um. Well, I mean, obviously, the, like the, you know, they picked up some. I, I was, I was pumped. I was ecstatic to, you know, uh, Baz gave me a call and said, "Mate, how do you think about the Bulldogs?" And you know, they made some, um, they made some signings, um, and and to be honest, speaking to Baz and um, talking to Gus, they just believed in me. They, you know, they obviously I had a terrible run, and um, there was a bit of past history there. Baz was trying to get me was trying to sort of convert me back over when he was at the, when he was at Manly and I was playing for the Titans and he tried to sign me then and sort of missed it. So he, um, yeah, sort of took a step of faith and they believed in me. And, and to be honest, it was the only thing I had. There was a couple of irons in the fire at the time. Um, you know, the clubs were saying, oh yeah, we might be interested, but there, there wasn't, everything was just, if anyone was interested in the slightest, you know, They'd only be talking about development contracts, and nothing was there. Bulldogs are the only team to say, "Hey, we'll take a, we'll take a chance on this bloke." And um, yeah, it's sort of been a bit of a internal motivation, um, just you know, uh, remembering you know all the clubs that have sort of passed up on me, and um, the dogs taking a chance. I kind of you know want to um, yeah make them. Um, proud for that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Great isn't attitude. It? Yeah, 24 now. Yeah. You're only still really young, Max. I've seen a lot of you play, and I know what your natural game is like when you're at your best. And when you're out of the game for a while, you lose a lot of those natural instincts, things that make you good as a player. Now that you're going to get back on the field, 
what's your nat- what part of your natural game do you want to get back to prove to Trent Barrett that you deserve to be in his 17? Well, yeah, it's funny because, I mean, the, the, the last oh, about 18 months is, uh, that I've spent out of the time and obviously retirement's been on my mind and things like that. And I just thought if I retired now, I'd be so, I mean, I've got to live out my dream to play NRL great, but I'd be so unsatisfied with what I've accomplished. And I think, um, I think go, like making grade and making playing NRL, I think there was an element of, of sort of fear there to sort of um, stuff up and, and, you know, um, I, I just wanted to contribute to the team without sort of playing my best game. Mm. And, one thing I learned at Melbourne was, uh, uh, the biggest thing I think I learned at Melbourne was just to play to your strengths. Whatever you're like as a player, to play to your strengths. And um, coming to the Bulldogs, it's been great for me. As I said, Baz has believed in me from day dot, you know, to sort of play the, the, the footy that he wants from me. And I know as rookies, it can get pretty simple. You just catch the ball and try and go forward and um, run hard, tackle hard and things like that, which obviously is a massive part of my game. Um, and going through the 20s, I, I, I built a lot of uh, my game around second phase opportunities yeah. as well and, and trying to offload. And I think, you know, going to a storm system and and trying to, you know, as I said, do well for the team, I think I sort of probably put that in a bit of my back pocket and sort of forgot it, went away from it a bit, you know, and um, that's something coming to the Bulldogs, I really want to make an impact with and I really want to, um, yeah, play to my strengths and sort of incorporate all those things. Yeah, I, yeah, again, knowing your game, I love that part of your game. We don't see enough of it, the offload in the game, and you've got a beautiful offload. I think you've got three or four away against Newcastle, which which is really great to see. Now, so one of the other new recruits, Josh Adokar, that smiling, jovial figure we always <laughs> see on the TV, is he, is he always like that at training? Has he got a great vibe amongst the playing group? Yeah, he is. He um, he's been a great addition to the boys, I think. And and to be honest, I think Day Dot getting in there. Um, I think there was a bit like there was a bit of the you know the the attitude was just a bit down. Obviously, following the year that the boys had last year, I, I just had that it just had that vibe of yeah, we'll train hard, but everyone was just seemed a bit down. And then Fox came into the joint and he's laughing and yelling and. <laughs> Um, he brings it. He brings the place up. <laughs> when you when you spend it every day in the joint, you know preseason, everyone might start rolling their eyes. But he he brings he brings the place up. He brings that moss, and um, he's been a great addition, you know, to the to the squad. And um, yeah, he definitely brings a lot of character to it as well. Now Sats is about to ask you a, a heap of personal questions, mm. um, but I, I'll just get, have you been on the back of uh, Fox's Harley yet? I've seen that everywhere all over no, social media this week. No, yeah. hasn't, hasn't taken you for a ride around Belmore? Nah, well, I, I actually texted him last night saying to uh, ride at the training, but it's been pissing down rain, and so he hasn't had a chance to, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping on. I probably won't give it a spin, but I'll give it a couple of revs <laughs> while I'm on camera or something. Fastest man on the planet. I hope he doesn't drive it like the fastest yeah, man right. on the planet. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and I want you to give me the storyline behind them. And so this is getting to know Max right. King. Yes. Okay. Now I've got to tell you yeah. and the listeners, Jace, yeah. Maxie King is a he's a beautiful kid off the field. He's such a great. He's a pleasure to be around. He's so respectful of of everyone around him. Uh, but he's also he's 
He's a little bit different, Maxi, with his thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about when you were a vegan for a day. <laughs> oh, geez. I don't know where you're getting this info from. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I watched, I watched a couple of documentaries and got, got all this motivation. I was a vegan for probably a bit. You probably haven't done me much service there. I'll probably, I'll probably lasted out for a week, about a week. Um, but yeah, it's just, I was in, it was in pre-season training. I was dropping all this weight and I was hungry all the time. So I just threw it in. But I, I was missing the chicken for too long. <laughs> chicken, chicken schnitzels. Okay. Is it true that you said to um, your mum and dad once that you love green broccoli, but you hate the white broccoli? <laughs> yeah, I was probably, I was probably about 12 years old, but yeah, I'm, I, I, it lives with me to, to this day. They don't let me, um, they don't let me forget about it. Um, but I, I still, I still not a massive cauliflower fan, but um, yeah, white broccoli. What about strawberries? When you first saw them, you thought, no, I don't want to eat them because they look, they taste like they've come out of the ground. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know that one. I, they've, they've added a lot. Of, there's a bit of mayo to these stories. There's a bit of a bit of tax on top there. Okay, is it is it true that you have a fear of ants? Oh no. Oh I've, well, actually, I've I've just moved into this apartment in Cronulla, and Cronulla, best spot in the world, um, by Gold Coast. But um, mate, it's a bit old. It's just riddled with everything: cockroaches, ants, <laughs> and. Um, I've had a terrible time. I I don't mind spiders or snake. Like I'm not a massive. I don't really care about spiders, snakes, and that. But cockroaches, I hate them. And these things are big things. They're flying all over the joint. I'm spraying them, but yeah, it's disgusting. Another pest guy coming this week, but I've had a terrible time. Now, what about dad? So fear. I, I wouldn't say ants. I'd say cockroaches. Okay. What about travelling to training? Is it Kyle Flanagan's one of your? Your car buddies? Has he has he got any bad habits? Flat out, uh, uh, bad habits. Um, oh, it, we he, it's probably about from Canola to Belmore. Probably takes about half an hour. And we yeah, we carpool together. Um, he picks me up, and he's got this thing on his iPhone. Like he, his iPhone is just Bluetoothed up to the to the car, and it just plays songs. And he must have this repeat like repeater on the song mate it's a half an hour trip and we've listened to two songs the whole time it just keeps repeating <laughs> i don't know what goes on when in his head but um i reckon we listen to the song like you know five or six times before he changes it so if there was a bad habit i have to say that hey um before we let you go maxi uh, we're talking to max king lock for the bulldogs um I know players are, you know, into this cryptocurrency and they're getting, and a lot of cryptocurrencies are are jumping on board now with with the NRL. Are you are you into cryptocurrency? Yeah, I am. Uh, so my brother's like was real into it, you know, early days, and that's what sort of brought me in. And um, during my injury last year, uh, I went home to Newcastle for I was probably home for about three months, doing nothing, obviously. I'm a full, like full-time first grader because I was busted with my foot. I wasn't going to, I was going to training and like training was just a local gym for me. Like that's all I could really do because, um, you know, Storm let me go home and that. So I was, I wasn't doing anything all day. I was just playing PlayStation all day. And um, a couple of my mates uh, started 
uh, getting into NFTs. I was going to ask you that, yeah. Very much about them. No, we're, yeah, we're so, old. We don't know what they are, but I, I hear that. Yeah, it's yeah. art. Isn't it art? Well, it's, it's like art. You know, it's, it's just digital pictures, I guess. Um, and my mate was talking about it every day, and I thought, oh, and he was making all this money. He was making money from it. And I thought, it can't be that easy. And then, um, yeah, through the three months I had off, so... Um, yeah, I just started getting into it and um, just learning. And, and now all the boys call me the, the NFT man. I'm just like, because I've got all these, you spend thousands just on these pictures. And they're, it's it's crazy to explain because even now, like I can't justify why a little picture, mm. you can buy and sell it for so much. But that's what it is. Because I, was, I wasn't training or anything. And, um, you know, they might have drops to buy these things and that. It'd be over in America or in Asia or something. I'd be up at like four o'clock in the morning <laughs> trying to buy these things. So, yeah, the the sleep pattern. I was doing some weird stuff in the in the break, but um, yeah, trying to trying to leave it as a bit of a part time gig. Besides from footy. Well, we might get you on another time to explain NFTs to, to Sats and I. Actually, I heard them yelling out to you when you are running onto the field the other night, NFTs, Kingy, NFTs, or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that as well. Good luck playing the Sharks Monday night. You, you playing Monday night? You, you in the team? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Great. Good luck Monday night. And, hey, listen, after hearing Max King tonight uh, on Sports Day, if you want to become a member of the Bulldogs, and why wouldn't you be, exciting times ahead for the Bulldogs, uh, go on to bulldogs.com.au forward slash membership and get yourself a membership this year. Get behind the team and get behind the boys at the Bulldogs. Max King, thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, boys. Really appreciate having me on. What a great kid. Absolute great kid. Maxie King here on Sports Day. I nearly got a tear in my eye when he me said... Too. Oh, I nearly started crying when I finally got on the field last week. It's it's a great story. And great to hear story. what he went through in that year off. Yeah. And nearly retired at the age of 23. Incredible. Make it a cool summer. Buy Australia-made gifts. Support Aussie jobs and communities. This is Sports Day for Kia. Meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. Uh, we'll be back in a mo. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Do you have to change? Do you, do you have to change the way you play a million miles? No, I don't, think, uh, I don't think I need to. I think the game needs to change. In what way? Oh, I don't know. You, you, you should know the answer to that. Well, you, you think you're allowed to, the aggression's gone out of it a bit or...? Oh, I don't know, mate. We might as well, <laughs> might as well play Oztag. Yeah, is that how you feel? Yeah, I feel like that, but... Look, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a game and we have to protect our players. And, um, yeah, look, um, you know, the split seconds you can't control and that's just how it is. That's rugby league. Latrell Mitchell uh, last night talking to Denny Widler from Nine News on his thoughts on the game. What are your thoughts on his uh, comments there, Sats and listeners? 0457 736 736. Uh, Mark from Prairiewood has texted us and said, that's ridiculous that the game has gone soft or he may be... Mark, are you meaning the game has gone soft or ridiculous that uh, Latrell thinks the game has, has gone soft? Um, yeah, well, in relation to Latrell's comment, I, as I said earlier, and I think the timing was a little bit off. Um, you know, he should thank his lucky stars. The NRL judiciary was even willing to listen to his case. And to get one week back, but then to criticise the governing body, I thought was a bit disrespectful and lacked a bit of class. Um, luckily the 
the NRL don't suspend him for the week that he got back. I think for at some at sometimes probably questioning the integrity of the game and those that are trying to clean it up for not only the safety of the current players that are playing the NRL, but most importantly for the players that play second tier, third tier, community footy, all the way down to mums who are going to allow their boys and girls to play rugby league. So there's a method to the madness from the NRL. Um, and when he says the game has changed or it's softened up, well, it has changed to a point because in years gone by in the 60s, 70s and 80s, Jace, if you were Latrell Mitchell and you did what he did to Joey Manu, well, the Roosters players would have been allowed to square it up by taking Latrell out. Sure. So it has softened up, but it's probably softened up for the best. Yeah. Um, because if that happened, you would have had a target on your head. And Latrell will welcome that when he plays the Roosters. There will be a lot of spite in that game. I love the way that Latrell Mitchell plays 95% of the time. There is a difference between controlled aggression and, and reckless aggression. I think his act was reckless on Joey Manu. I know we've spoken about that last year, but when he plays with c- controlled aggression, Latrell Mitchell, there's no more dominant player in the game. He can single-handedly win a game just by his mere presence. And I suppose that's the balance he's trying to find at the moment. He's trying to work out rugby league intelligence-wise and maturity-wise from a purely from a rugby league perspective, not an age perspective, but the intelligence around rugby league is that how does he balance that controlled aggression? And there's nothing wrong with the way that he plays. He just he just flirts with the hearse a little bit, and mm. that's where he gets himself in trouble. But I was a little bit disappointed by, by the comments, to be quite honest. Mm. All right. Good call, Sats. Um, text coming through on 0457 736 736. There's a few yeah, about Latrell. Toronto Rod says uh, Latrell not only got six games, but he missed all the finals and grand final as part of those six weeks, of course. That one game would be heartbreaking. Give the guy a break. Um, so, yeah, there has always been an argument that, that missing a grand final should, probably should represent more than one game. Because it is the biggest game on the on the rugby league calendar, so yeah, mm, yeah. interesting. Uh, other texts coming through too. We want to know what an uh, NFT is because we just had a chat with uh, young Maxie King. Uh, by the way, nice chat with the, the boy. And, and mate, I think we both had a bit of a tear in our eye when he talked about how he missed that year and the struggles mm. he had. NFT is a non fungible token, which is like a digital version of collecting footy cards, and anyone can create the footy cards. They're worth whatever anyone is prepared to pay, just like artwork. Cheers, Brad from Redhead. So what? Uh, my question out of that is, what's fungible mean? Fungible means an asset that you can transfer to other people. Right. So I've heard there's some of these these pictures, these digital pictures that you buy for one or two thousand dollars, and then when you wake up in the morning, it's now worth fifty. I don't know how. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. I want to understand a little bit more because if people are making money out of it, I want to. I want to be part of it. I want to get amongst it. Glenn from Newcastle, who's not the reality king anymore, it seems like. Uh, I've got no F NFI what an NFT is, <laughs> but Justin. Hey Justin, yeah, thanks for yep. having me. Please don't give relationship advice. Twenty four nuggets, man. First of all, there is nothing wrong with twenty four nuggets. And B, I've been married twenty four years. Mm-hmm. I can give as much advice as I like. I. I really want to um I really want to do that twenty forty nugget on air. I can't, mate, because I'll my wife will kill me. Plus I'm on a I'm on a health kick at the moment, mm. as you can tell today. Evening gents, I'm stunned that such an eminent legal person as Jeff Bellew um, SC has made the decision he did regarding Mitchell's suspension reduction. 
Like it or not, Bellew has now made this issue controversial and divisive when the original decision never was. Woogie, yesterday you said you were uncomfortable with the decision. Considering you're a Rabbitohs tragic, why was that? Rooster Muzz, uncomfortable with the decision yesterday about the one week being taken off? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy as a South supporter. Yep. But I believe it opens up a can of worms. Which it has. So that means... Melbourne and New Zealand are already apparently approached the NRL. And if he got that reduced because that was a representative game, then what happens with origin and test selection and all that sort of stuff? So Mm -hmm. it does open up a can of worms. Here's an interesting point from Steve from Dubbo, who's uh, turning into a fairly intelligent uh, listener to the show. Steve says... If Melbourne want the ban of their players reviewed, then a few more questions need to be asked of them. As far as I can remember, they didn't admit to what the substance was. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. So there needs to be more transparency, don't you think? Yep. So a good text. 0457 736 736 is our text number. This is Sports Day for Kia. Back in a minute. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Uh, Badge is back on Monday. Uh, forecast now for New Farm Australian through and through Sydney tomorrow. 26, bit of rain around and... How about southeast Queensland? Some serious flooding around southeast Queensland at the moment as well. In fact, uh, someone passed away and another man is missing at the moment. Brisbane, 23 tomorrow. And if you're listening to us through SENQ in Brisbane on DAB+, a lot more rain. A lot more rain is expected. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Lots of text messages coming through. And that's earlier we spoke to... Maxie King from mm. the Bulldogs. What a great young bloke. and Great kid. And one of our listeners has uh, agreed with us. Yeah, they've said um, how refreshing that interview with Max King. That's probably a good word to use with Max. He's really refreshing. He's, he's such a respectful kid. He's grown up in rugby league. Of course, it's part of his DNA. Uh, hope the young bloke goes well this year. He will. If he remains fit, he'll be one of the Bulldogs' best signings. I'll keep an eye on him. Cheers, John from Charlestown. Well, he's actually... His mum and dad live not far from Charlestown, so he's in your uh, he's in your hood. Um, we've got a, a text here about Latrell Puffball from Bathurst, first time texter. Um, if Latrell wants a harder game, he should play the full eighty minutes instead of fifteen minutes, letting all his teammates do all the hard yards. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Latrell plays eighty minutes. He plays eighty, but what Puffball is saying is that he only injects himself for about fifteen. I, I'd, yeah, I. I don't agree with that because I think when he's when he's on and decides to be on, there's no player that that controls the game better than Latrell. Uh, Daryl from Childers in Queensland. Thanks for your text, Daryl. Latrell should ask the players he kicked in the head and Joey if the game is going soft. Great show, guys. Mm. Cool. Thank you for your text. Keep them coming through. We'll get to more of them after the break. 0457 736 736. Plenty more to come. This is Sports Day. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. We'll be back in a minute.
got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.